others won't. Stepping out when others won't. Because God knows and he sees every one of you. He knows everything that we're going through. Ain't nothing a secret to him. And sometimes the devil wants to bind us up in our problem and keep us on the pew. But there's times where God will ask us to step out in faith and they believe what he says and his word when it comes forth. I'm telling you, there's some here who will stay where you're at. But I'm telling you, there's others that will step out when God calls them. Because the need is more important than what's going on and who's looking at you. It doesn't matter if you came with a shirt and a tie and all of a sudden you start worshiping and things get wrinkled and bobby pins start coming out of people's hair. Because when God asks you to step out, you step out in faith. I'm telling you, the spirit is thick this morning. I'm telling you, the devil messed with the wrong set of people this morning. I'm telling you, he tried to touch the wrong set of people this morning because we're not going to sit back and stare for it. We're going to stand on the word of the Lord. We're going to come out in faith and say, God, if you need me to worship, I'll worship. Come on, I'm telling you, is there someone here today where the devil has just tried to wreck your week? It's happened to me, I'm telling you. It is personal this morning. I'm telling you, when Jesus had fed the 5,000 and he was done feeding the 5,000 and he met every need that was there, he sent them away because he needed to go pray because he was headed to prayer the first time. And he found a need to pray again, and he went to pray. And he told his disciples to get in the boat and go on the other side. And it says in the midst, in the middle of their trip, when they were rolling across the Sea of Galilee, it said that there was a storm that came. That all of a sudden the waves started to take over on the boat. And there was fear that had gripped the disciples' hearts. And when the wind was blowing and the rain was falling, they were there and they started to lose heart. But it says that Jesus on the fourth watch started coming and he was walking on the water. He knew the need of the disciples. He knew the fear that was gripping them right there. They thought their life was going to be taken. But if you remember, that's, that's in Matthew chapter 14, but in Matthew chapter 8, they already were in a storm with Jesus already. And this all happened within a year. And all of a sudden, Jesus, the first time, was in the bow of the boat. And when the winds and the waves came, it didn't even wake Jesus up. He wasn't worried about what was going on and the fear that was there. He overcame fear because he has no fear. He is full of faith. (laughs) 
So when the disciples woke him up and he said, peace, be still, the winds and the waves had to obey. The storm had to stop. It couldn't push him to and fro no more because the man of God himself said, peace, be still. Is there a few of you who are tired of going through the storm? Are there a few of you here who's tired of the devil just wreaking havoc on your life? I'm telling you, you got to make it personal this morning. You got to ask like the devil just called your mama a bad name. You can't stand for that. He don't have dominion over your life. You are a child of God. I don't know about you, but when someone punches me, I punch back. When the devil wants to swing at me, I'll swing back. Come on, is anybody here tired of the devil just beating you up? Are you tired of the devil messing with your family and your kids? I'm telling you, the devil messed up when he stepped into a church that was in the midst of revival. I don't know if his GPS was off or what, but he stepped into a place and a house full of people who won't take his junk. In Matthew 14, when they were back in the boat and they were halfway across the Sea of Galilee, and everything started getting twisted, and Jesus started walking on water. All the disciples were in the boat together. But when he started walking towards them, there was one, Peter, who was there. And he said, Lord, if that is you, bid me to come. He didn't want to stay where everybody else was staying. Because you know what? There's comfort in numbers. There's comfort staying in safety when everything is going all crazy. And the storm is coming fierce. But there was one who was willing to say, Lord, as you bid me to come, let me step out. Let me tread on waters that no one has ever tread on before. I'm telling you, church, we have a man of God who has stepped out. He's not following everybody else. He's not following the crowd. He's not staying in where it's safe. He's not staying where everybody else who is just there in safety. God said, I need you to meet me. And we have an apostle that is willing to step out and say, God, if that is you, bid me to come. It says that Peter started to walk on the water. As he looked at Jesus, he started headed towards him. I don't know about you, but if I was Peter, I would have looked at the other disciples and started tapping on that water and been like, hey, no one else has done this before. And because you wanted to stay in fear and you wanted to stay where you thought it was safe, you can't get what I got. You can't experience what God is letting me experience. But I'm willing to go and tread on things that people wish they could tread on. He treaded on the storm when others were afraid of it.
We've talked about it. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will keep you in a place that you're never meant to be. You might have been there for a season, but when God says, I need you to go further, there's faith that has to take over. There's obedience that has to take over. There is a, there's something in your spirit that says, I can't stay here no more. I can't inhabit this place. I see Jesus and I want to go further. I tell you, it's not popular what Bishop is doing. It says it was the disciples that were in that boat. It was his brethren that were amongst him. And what happened is they seen him go forward, but they were still in fear. They were in fear of their lives. And we all know that Peter, when he was there, he started to look around and said that he doubted. But if you look at the meeting, he was there. He thought twice about what he was doing. The humanity took over and said, I am walking on water. Oh, my God. And he's there. But, it's, but you, if you notice in that passage of scriptures, it says that immediately he started to cry out for Jesus to help him. He didn't wait until he was up to his waist. He didn't wait until he was up to his neck in problems. It said immediately as he started to sink that he called for the name of Jesus. I don't want you to wait till you're up to your neck in problems to where you got to be dug out like that. God is saying if you bring them today, I don't care if it just happened today, but if you bring it to me today, that I will hold your hand all the way through and see you back. You know... Us as a church, as we follow the bishop, and as he leads us, there's one thing that people have to realize is that we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be perfect. We're not going to have everything right. But we know who to call on to when things get a little. You know, and it, it is there and it talks about, I believe it's in Job, either, I think it's 9 and 8. In the Old Testament, when it was prophesied about he who treads on the water, even back there, even back then in the Old Testament, they were talking about a man who's going to tread on water. It was Jesus himself. You think about the miracles that they were prophesying about back then. What about the ones that are supposed to take place right now that they've talked about back then? What about the healings that are supposed to take place? What about the chains that are supposed to break? What about those generational curses that have to go down and free you out of bondage? I guarantee you those disciples, when they seen Peter walking on water, they were like, bro, I, I was just about to do that. I, 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 man, he beat, I was about to step out the boat, but he beat me again. And the thing was, is there's going to be churches I'm telling you that I've chose safety and has chose to be part of just the, the, the group that they've always been a part of. That they denied to step out when God had told them to, because God has spoke to them. God has told them to step out just like Bishop has stepped out, but because of fear, they have stood where they're at. And they're going to see what is happening here at 350 Utopia. And they're going to say, man, I was just going to do that, Bishop. 
I was just going to step out when God told me to step out. And it says that Jesus had grabbed him by the hand and he started to walk him back to the boat. I'm telling you, I believe that Jesus himself was showing off Peter because of the faith that he had. He walked him back by hand and said, look, look what faith will do to you. Look what you can achieve when you're not worried about the storms, when you're not worried about the waves, when your eyes are still on me and you desire to go further and you're willing to step out when no one else is willing to step out. There are blessings and there are miracles that people will desire, but because they didn't step out, they don't have privilege to those things. They don't have dominion over those things. I don't care what you're going through this morning. There is a liberty. I'm telling you, there is an anointing. There is a heaviness in the spirit right now that will crush every, every device that the devil has, everything that he's trying to destroy you with. He has no power. That song is perfect. It says it turns his evil into good. What the devil has tried to do and, and, and go against what God has told you. He cannot stand. He has no power, and God will work it for your good. I'm telling you, doubt will keep you in the boat. Doubt will keep you to be just, uh, uh, just looking at miracles when they happen and not experience them. I'm telling you, doubt will keep you in a place where God doesn't have you longer than you were able to stay there. God didn't want you to be there, but because of doubt, it has handcuffed you in a place where you're not to be staying forever. I'm telling you, obedience, when it talks about obedience being better than sacrifice, when the man of God comes up here and the apostle speaks and you don't get a clear understanding, it doesn't make sense to you because two and two does, doesn't equal six to you because God has given him something and you're like, he goes, four, God. It's, it's not six. But the man of God said, the Lord had spoke to me and we're going out of the boat. Well, it's safe in the boat. And the bishop says, no, but God said if we want to get closer, there's a risk that we have to take. People might talk about us. People might not, might not agree with us. But as long as I have my eyes on Jesus and I walk out and I stop to... Church, we are privileged in things that others are not because of our obedience. I'm telling you, they're going to want what we have when they start seeing wheelchairs pushed to the side of people who come in who are being healed, when the blinded eyes are being healed and the deaf ears are being unstopped, when the influx starts to come in and all of a sudden these people who were hooked on drugs and they were alcoholics, all of a sudden when those chains start to fall on the ground, all of a sudden when they lay those at the altar and they lift their hands and they go down in the name of Jesus and he washes away every sin that they have and he fills them. With the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, then you know why we stepped out when Bishop said to step out. You understand why two and two was six and it wasn't four at that time. 
Like I said, you look at Peter's life and he wasn't perfect. We all know he wasn't perfect. But he wasn't willing just to sit back and let things happen either. And you could go, you could look, look at all the bad things that he might have done. But if you look at all the good things that he's done, you wonder why. Jesus can ask him who he was. Who do you say that I am? Oh, some think you're Jeremiah. Some think that you're the prophet. No, no, but who do you say that I am? I'm telling you, it's different when you experience it for yourself. You can't get this off no self-help book. You can't go on YouTube and look at something and say, okay, I've been through the trial. I've been through the the flames. I've been through the fire. No, you haven't. You haven't experienced that yourself. You haven't been on the ground crying like a little baby because everything has fell apart. And God comes in and steps in because you're obedient. And he's there and he picks you up and he reestablishes everything that you ever had and gives you more. I've been there. I'm telling you, there's things you're going through right now that others aren't willing to pay for. They're not willing to walk in your shoes. They're not willing to go and step where you're stepping right now. They're not willing to endure the flame and the fire that you're going through right now. And the whole time the devil's saying, if you just stay in the boat, you'll be just like everybody. It's fine. You'll make it. You'll make it to the other side. And God is saying, I don't care how broken you are. I don't care how fierce this storm seems, but you're going to have a relationship with me like you've never had before. There's going to be things I'll instill in you that the devil can never take out of you because it was a personal relationship that you had with me. And you look at Peter because he knew who Jesus was. Jesus responded to him and said, you are the rock, and I'm going to build my church upon you. There was something about Peter. There was a relationship that they had that he knew who Jesus was. And because the Lord had trusted him, you can see the book of Acts where everything unfolds. But there were times that he, Peter had to step out. There were times where others had looked at him when he asked the disciples the question of who he was. No one said nothing, but Peter did. He spoke up. What if he was wrong? What if he didn't know what the answer was? I'm telling you, you're not going to know everything. But the one thing that you have to know is that no matter what you're going through right now, I want you to close your eyes and lift your hands because God's about to get a grip of your hand. And he's going to walk you through the storm. He's going to walk you through because you have been willing to step out this morning. God, I have been obedient to you, Lord. God, I ask you right now, Jesus. Lord, that your angels, Lord, would come down and minister to this people, God. God, at every need that they have right now, God, every trial, God, every tribulation, every storm, God, Lord, that you would hold their hand, God, and see them through.
Come on, you might not see with your natural eyes, but there's some things God is taking care of right now. Come on, lift your voice this morning. Come on, make this personal this morning. 